Welcome. We have, uh, as usual, our usual tech issues, but this is like early for us being two minutes late. I love it. Um, yeah, we have a very exciting show. Very exciting. I have big plans for today's show. Um, how are you? I'm doing well. Haven't done, I was just saying, you know, haven't done a dynasty draft mock, anything that dynasty centric in a little bit as we're finally getting over into the redraft push. We're getting closer. You know, we got like less than a month till that Hall of Fame game and preseason and OT, uh, training camps are starting up, you know, now, next week, every, everything like that. So I'm getting excited. <laughs> Yeah, no, I love that. Um, so if you're here, we're doing a Dynasty Startup Mock. So this is the link to the mock. Please join it. Uh, I, I have a bunch of spots left. Um, I believe, yeah, right now we've got, I put it in my Patreon. Uh, starting to fill. Uh, I think Ryan is, uh, Ryan will be joining us shortly. Uh, he'll be joining us before we get to mock. I don't know if Ryan is in a hotel. So I don't know if he's going to be able to mock and do the show at the same time, but he'll comment on the mock with us as well because i don't think i don't know if there's gonna be a spot for him but that's fine uh but yeah no just some tech issues starting as next well, week i think we'll I don't think. all be in our normal places um <laughs> sorry about I, I that yeah, yeah that was weird uh okay so from start with a comment so if you're here i'll just start with this i always like to start with this Ooh, I, I, i'm having blurriness if you're here, like, comment, and subscribe. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Like the video. Leave a comment in the chat if you're watching it live. In the chat. If you're watching it after, leave a comment below the video because that helps the algorithm, helps people find the video. It's very important, obviously. And then obviously the most important thing you can do is subscribe to the channel. If you're here, if you're watching it, either now or later, make sure to hit that red button, subscribe. And if you really want, hit the notifications bell so you can be notified about my future content. Most of my content is this show. It's Monday, 2 p.m. Eastern. My Ask DLF show, Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern. But occasionally, I do have some live updates, shorts, stuff like that. It does come up not on a schedule, obviously, because I can't control when the news is. But if you hit the notifications bell, you'll be notified about all of that. So, yeah, just make sure to hit that subscribe button. We need 38 more subscribers to get to 1,000. Uh, you guys did a great job over the last few days. I was sitting at 818. I believe going into the show, we had 962. So, uh, yeah, almost 150 over the last few days. So I really appreciate everyone who's, you know, supported me with that. And, uh, yeah, so just thanks for that and uh, keep it rolling. Uh, Jesse says, sup, dudes? Um, yeah, welcome, welcome. Yes, uh, you were, weren't you, at the Boston Live? I was. Live. Yeah. Uh, you want to tell the people about that? I mean, I think the people want to hear. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it was on Saturday at a pub right near Fenway. It was, as expected, just an amazing experience. I love just meeting all these like-minded, just fantasy-obsessed people. Um, I was in one league. There were four leagues going on all at the same time. And it was, it was honestly so fun just, like, comparing ADPs across one league from another, even though we were all right there, all drafting for the same scoring and format. And still, you see some guys fluctuating five, six, seven rounds. Um, so it, it was super fun. Got to meet a lot of cool people that I follow for a while, interact with on here. So I, I had a ton of fun. And team's looking pretty solid, I think. So I'm happy about that as well. Do you remember meeting Steven? 
Yeah, of course. <laughs> there were there were numerous Stevens, Steves yeah. and Stevens, but <laughs> maybe someday people will get to meet me. Maybe, maybe it'll <laughs> happen. There's an event in New York. I'll consider getting off my ass. I'll consider <laughs> it. I'll strongly consider it. Maybe I don't know. Ah, uh, yes, we'll talk about this. Uh, yes, smash the like and subscribe button. Uh, you'll get a free GameCube. No, you won't. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's move into the into the news. Uh, mostly, I'm just stalling until Ryan gets here. Well, um, all right. So first, uh, Nikhil Harry was traded to the Bears. Uh, I did a video. I did a great. I think it was one of the best videos, the best videos I ever did. One of the best videos because I think that it was so short and it contained no useful information, but it was just me being funny. Nikhil Harry sucks. Nobody cares. Uh, but watch the short video. You'll get to hear me say that with a little bit more vigor. Uh, you have anything else to add? I mean, it was a great opportunity for uh, some of his truthers to pull out his old college tape and stats. Um, and I will say, obviously, he, was, he looked great there, but it has not translated at all to the NFL. And even being the Pats guy on the show, I, I was happy we got a 2024th seven four seventh rounder for him you think so yeah i agree uh but bill yeah. belichick we know we know that bill belichick the gm has been a big failure failure over the last few years a lot of failure Nikhil harry a failure trading for mohammed sanu big failure he did not acquire any he thought trading for Devonte parker was a good way to upgrade the weapons for Mac Jones. I don't think so. I don't think that was such a good thing. He managed to not get along with Tom Brady at the last few years of his career. And then, you know, Tom Brady ended up walking out the door and then winning Super Bowl. Now, let's not forget the same Bill Belichick in 2017 wanted to get rid of Tom Brady and go with Jimmy Garoppolo as his quarterback. That's what he wanted to do. And he shouldn't have done that because we see what Brady and Garoppolo have done over the last five years. So Bill Belichick, the GM, is not good. The, the head coach is covering up for Bill Belichick, the GM, and has been doing so for years. And I suggest, if anyone wants, much better than I could do about this, much better than I could do, I suggest listening to a recent episode of the Chris Harris podcast. I think he talked about Bill, Bel Bill Belichick, the GM. He went into great detail, much more detail than I'm going to go into, about his failures, failures as a general manager. So I would suggest that one. I actually think that that's a good podcast to listen to. I think people will like it. So if, if you like this kind of stuff, you might like that as well. Uh, he's not quite as mean as I am, but actually, he was pretty mean. Anyway, uh, so that's enough about uh, Nikhil Harry, uh, Nikhil Bust, or whatever we want to call him. Uh, all right. Speaking of uh, former Patriots, so apparently Gronk is really retired. Uh, quasi lesson in point per block. Um, yeah, just as much as Alan Lazard, right? I mean, Al Alan Lazard is great in point per block. That's all he can do. Uh, he can't do anything else. People are crazy. People are crazy. I mean, you know, they just look at him and they think, oh, well, the, the, the vacated targets is going to get a lot of things, but actually he's not going to do anything. He's not going to do anything because he sucks. Um, all right. Lamar, Mack, Kirk, Tannehill not competing at the moment. I assume this is a super flex. He's talking about trading Kirk Cousins for a 23 first. If he could, would you? I think, yeah. He would. <laughs> I mean, with having... Having Lamar as your QB one and then a younger option in Mac and the more like veteran QB two option in Tannehill. If you're not competing, 
I think I think that 23 first, I mean, I don't want to say it even depends on where it is because I think I would take a 23 first for it, for him. What about you? I, I mean, yeah, I, I would probably take the 23 first. In this case, if you're not competing, I think this is – if you're not competing, you're not going to get more. He's not going to rise in value. He turns 34 this summer. So you're not going to get more later. So if this is, this is it, if this is what you're going to get – if this is the best it's going to be. So I would just take it if you're not competing. I think it's the only, uh, would you the try only to trade move. Tannehill instead for that 23 first. I'm fine trading both if I'm not competing, uh, but I think Kirk has more value. So, okay. so no, I'm saying 23 first for Tannehill. That's probably not, not but you're not going to do that. So I mean, that would be great, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> Steve, interesting. Steven, actually we're both 11s. I was an 11 as well. Uh, and yes, Jonathan Taylor did not fall to me. Uh, it was weird, though, because I, I, I will say, while I might like the atmosphere of a live draft, I do not actually really love live drafts. I prefer the slow draft uh, because I think that. So I'm a, a national chess champion, if people don't know. Four times, four times. A lot of wins for, for yours truly. But wow. as you know, the shorter the game, the more likely it is for a lesser opponent to beat me because I have less time to think about it. If I have an hour, I mean, we can play a million times and you'd never win. But if I, if we, we had a minute each, you, even you might be able to win a couple of times. So like, since I think that I'm, this is going to sound super egotistical, but I don't care. I think that I'm one of the best drafters out there. But if I only have 30 seconds to think about it, a lot of that advantage goes away. So I prefer the slow draft for me because in Dynasty, obviously allows me to trade, but even redraft, I think I have a bigger advantage if I have more time to think about it, because uh, I can actually consult my rankings, make sure I'm making the right pick. I don't have my rankings memorized, especially not on a 30-second clock. Uh, so, yeah, if you're live and then your plan is messed up, you, you get a little bit of a, what do I do? What do I do? But for me, I mean, I, Dak Prescott, I had not, he was not available in any of the mocks. I did not have the option to take him. But he was there in the live one, and then I went with him, and it kind of changed my plan. Um, although the rest of the draft kind of went along the lines. I started with one early quarterback, and then, it actually kind of went a lot of the way I started, although I didn't expect George Kittle to be there at 411, which kind of threw me off a little. I was mostly getting a tight end later. So uh, stockpiling those middling tight ends later. So that did throw me off a bit, but nothing too crazy. I have a pretty balanced team. I, I did get Justin Fields at 702, which I think is probably my best pick. Uh, Tyler Rules just came by to show some love. Thank you. Um, I appreciate mm-hmm. you. I, I know we've talked on Twitter, uh, Mr. Armchair, or Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. I don't know how many people on Armchair, but I, I do appreciate you. And, uh, yeah. Non-tight end premium. I have Pitts, Hawk, and Mooney for – okay, so having Pitts doesn't matter. Uh, we'll just focus on the trade on its value. Uh, oh, okay. We also might get a live pick from me in Scott Fishbowl. I'm at – there's, a I think, six more picks until it gets to me. So if it gets to me, I'll stop the show and, and stop the draft and do it. Um, which round is that 16th okay uh, unfortunately gus edwards just went off the board <laughs> yeah uh, I, was hoping, yeah, I hope so. it wouldn't have been nice if that news came when i was on the clock hawk and mooney or garrett wilson and alec pierce interesting non-tight and premium what would, what would you take yeah to choose mm. non-tight end premium i mean I, I i think it is yeah i mean i think it's close i think 
I, I could see going either side. I think depending on kind of if you're competing this year, I'm more I'm more likely to take that Hawk and Mooney side. And if I'm a little bit more rebuilding, then I take Wilson and Alec Pierce. But I don't think either side is like uh, a huge win over the other or anything. Yeah, I I would take the Wilson side, but I I could see it. All right, let's. But having pits also helps to take the Wilson side. Um, mm-hmm. All right, so a couple things. We'll just go through these really quickly. Uh, the franchise tag deadline was July 15th to reach a long-term extension. No players on franchise tags did. So for fantasy, that really includes Schultz and Gasicki, the ones that we care about. Um, I didn't expect either one to get a long-term deal. I thought Schultz was more likely. Um, Gasicki, I don't think is in their plans. I don't. It makes no sense to re-sign a tight end who plays as a wide receiver when they... Uh, sign when they have Waddle and sign Hill to a massive extension. Honestly, Gasicki doesn't really fit in their offense anymore because he plays mostly out of the slot. And it would be really nice if you could put Hill and Waddle in the slot sometimes. So I, I do not expect them to. Re- I expect Mike Gasicki to be on a completely different team in 2023. I never expected them to extend him. I don't expect them to extend him now or after the season. And I think he will be playing elsewhere. I think they wanted to just have him back for one year because they could afford it. They had the cap to give Tua every opportunity, which I think he'll fail, but every opportunity to succeed. And it makes sense to bring him back for one year and not commit to him long-term. He's not going to be, there's just no point. There's no point in spending 13, 14 million a year on Mike Kosicki when you have Hill and Waddle soaking up all those targets. So he will be on a different team. I think he'll be a very interesting free agent next year. As for Dalton Schultz, I thought there was a chance he could get an extension because I thought he was more in the Cowboys' plans. Didn't didn't get one, and uh, now we, it's a prove-it year. I mean, if he plays well, I think the Cowboys tend to take care of their own more so than the, the, than the Dolphins. <laughs> if Schultz plays well, I think he gets the extension. If he plays poorly, I think he doesn't. So, but it's a prove-it year. But I'm not worried about the, the of Dak. You don't have Tyreek and Waddle. You just have Lamb. And you're, it's not going to be easy to find a wide receiver two on the level of the wide receiver two in Miami. So, And, and Dak is a lot better than Tua. So I, I think Schultz Schultz is also a real tight end. Kasiki is not <laughs> a tight end. Kasiki is a wide receiver. Schultz is a tight end. Schultz plays tight end. Schultz can block just fine. He is a tight end who plays at tight end. He does not play wide receiver. The Cowboys lined up 11 personnel almost every time. He, Schultz plays tight end. So he's a better fit on the team than Gasicki is on his team. Gasicki really should be somewhere that has two really good wide receivers and needs a wide receiver tight end hybrid like the Chargers. That one. Uh, no, or <laughs> that one. Or um, honestly, the Chiefs. <laughs> that would be interesting. That would be interesting. That would. Kelsey, I would love that. Uh, but but Gasicki will be able to. Um, all right. So a couple other things. I, I will just do this one myself. So, oh, a couple more picks in my Scottish World So we actually might get, we might get my pick uh, uh, live. Okay. Deshaun Watson has threatened to sue the NFL if the um, one-year suspension comes down. He will sue. Him and the NFLPA will file a lawsuit against the NFL if that happens. Now, what does that mean? What does that mean for, for our purposes? So 
if he files, if the suspension is a year and he files the lawsuit, what will happen is that there will be, and this is what I've been warning about, why I picked Deshaun Watson and Scott Fishbowl, why I, but still don't really want him in Dynasty, why I picked him in Scott Fishbowl. I'm warning about this. I mentioned this on the show three weeks ago, and I'll mention it again now because now it's in the news, but I, I've been saying this has been possible for a long time. If Judge Robinson puts in a suspension of, let's say, six games, and then Roger Goodell on appeal says, no, thank you, Judge, but it's actually going to be a year. It's going to be a year, an indefinite year. I decided it's going to be a year. That, will set, that gives Watson actually a decent legal case to sue the NFL. So if he sues, there will be an injunction against his suspension that will prevent the suspension from being enforced until the case is resolved. So the suspension could be moved to next year, assuming he loses. And every player that sued the NFL has lost. Brady lost. Zeke lost. They all lost these cases. So assuming, because realistically, courts don't like to overturn collectively bargained agreements. So he'll probably lose that case. But even if he loses it, hey, how's the internet? It's good. I'm talking about Deshaun Watson. Um, oh. Yeah. So, but the problem is that if he loses, if he even loses the case, he can still play this year, which I think would be very awkward. But the Browns obviously don't care. Chief failure officer Paul D. Podesta did this in the first place. Um, incompetent ownership did this in the first place. So they're stuck with him. They don't have a choice. So that's why I thought, that's why I drafted Deshaun Watson in the Scott Fishbowl and why I think that there's a, actually a decent chance he could end up playing this year if that lawsuit comes to pass. We'll have to see. We'll have to wait for Judge Robinson to rule. Uh, but just keep that in mind. And then, but you know, that's, that's some more speculation. Let's talk more about something that is also speculation but is more concrete. So today... Ian Rappaport said that Dobbins doesn't look like he's going to be ready for week one, but uh, Dobbins himself claims that he, he won't even be on the pub list. He'll be ready. He'll be ready for week one. So uh, let's, uh, I've been just ranting and ranting and ranting. So let's, let's uh, go away from me so my boys can get a, a minute. Uh, Ryan, you just got here. What do you think? I mean, trust the player, man. You, you trust, trust the player. So you think he's going to be player. ready? Yeah, he's going to be ready. It's going to be a steal now in drafts. Mm. I'm excited to draft him. I know Gus just went near Scott Fishbowl as soon as he, you know, Pretty tweeted much. that out. Rappaport did, but trust the player. Trust the player. Yeah, yeah I mean, I want to say the same thing. I will still say uh, grabbing Gus way, way later in your draft still seems like a smart move given – you know, they might not, they're not going to be interested in hurrying him back. Even if he is ready there, they might ease him in, you know, even if he does play week one, like he, he might start out kind of getting eased back in, you never know. So while I do think you're right, like his, his value might crater right now and it might be a good time to be able to get him a round or two later than he should be. Um, I'm still a little bit, you know, hesitant, going to be going to be looking monitoring the situation closely i'm all in on best ball though same for same for deshaun watson with how late they're going yeah well 
I mean, here, I like this view better. But you know, we could always we could always go to that view. That that view. Well, we could always go to that view if I get mad. Um, no. So, what I will say is, if it's not true, who told him? Who told Ian Rappaport that? Where'd it come from? He just made it up. I don't think so. I don't think so. He didn't just make it up. He didn't just make up that J.K. Dobbins is not going to be ready. Who told him that? Where did that come from? Because I. It has been obvious the whole time that there's a problem here. There's a problem because why every couple of months there's always a new problem. There's a new problem. He's not going to be ready. The rehab is taking too long. There's a, a new setback. He was supposed to be ready for training camp, but he's not going to be ready for training camp. So he's, he's not ready. Now it looks like once you start hearing, well, he might be ready for, we hope he might be ready for, I don't want to hear about might be. I don't want to hear might. I don't want to hear could be ready for we. That's not, that doesn't sound so good. And they're so confident that Gus Edwards is going to be ready. You don't hear, well, Gus Edwards might not be ready. You know, they're very sure. But for some reason, for about Dobbins, they're not sure. So they're not sure. So why are they not sure? Who told Ian Rappaport that? Who, where did that come from? Because it didn't come from thin air. He didn't just make it up. So I see a problem here. J.K. Dobbins can say he's going to be ready all he likes. But he doesn't know if he, like, I would expect that the doctors know better than Dobbins himself whether he's actually going to be ready. And I don't buy it. So I am done with J.K. Dobbins. Like, I've been done the whole time. But I don't, I don't want to hear. It's just too many problems. I've dropped J.K. Dobbins to number 23, RB23 in redraft. I don't want him. You can draft him. I, I think it's going to be a disaster. I don't, I don't want to draft someone, and then it's going to be a long time. Because in redraft, in those early weeks, those are critical weeks. Those are the weeks where you're stuck with the team that you drafted. After that, the first couple of weeks, you can make adjustments. You can make moves. You can find additional players. But in the first couple of weeks, you need the players that you drafted to be available and starting. And if you draft J.K. Dobbins, he might not be available. He might not be good. And what's, what's the worst thing? He's, he's ready to go, but he's going to be have limited touches. And what do you do? What do you do? Remember that... People forget this when they look at year-end finishes. It's so easy. Ezekiel Elliott finished RB6. This player finished here. You forget that you actually have to go in every week and pick the player to start them on the week where they got the good points. You, if you just start them every week, it doesn't, not, doesn't necessarily go so well. So you could start him, and then he gives you a couple of bagels. And then you go off to an 0-2 start. Does that sound good? That doesn't sound so good. So I don't want to have J.K. Dobbins on my team right now. And you know what's going to happen. In Dynasty, what do people remember? It's, it shouldn't be this way, but what do people remember in Dynasty? They remember the first two weeks and the last three. Why? Because of something called primacy and recency effects. You remember what happened first, and you remember what happened last, much more than everything that happens in the middle. So if he gets off to a bad start, it's going to tank his Dynasty value for the rest of the year unless he performs well in the Dynasty playoffs where there's no guarantee. So I don't want any part of J.K. Dobbins. He can be someone else's problem. And I really wish that this news had come out when I was on the clock, and I could have drafted Gus Edwards and stuff as well. But look, you I, know, I'm saying for shit best happens. Ball, I'm, not, I'm out in redraft, but best ball, you're competing for like a million dollars in like tournaments, and you take those. But why would I to... want him if I'm competing for a million dollars? If I'm competing for a million dollars, I want to win. But why would I want to? You take never know. Who's... You never know what's going to happen. But his touchdown upside is capped. Touchdown upside is capped. Does not get receiving work, and he's going to be splitting carries with Lamar Jackson and other running backs. Why would I want? Why would I have wanted to take him? He doesn't have the upside. Wouldn't you rather take someone like in that same range, 
someone like um, Travis Etienne has much more upside than J.K. Dobbins Travis ever Etienne would. Is, I think Travis Etienne tiered himself out of that tier. Right They're now. not going to be in the same range now. They're no, not going to no, be in the same range been. now. They haven't been. Dobbins I mean, is going to like the 60s. I'd rather take 50s. Antonio Gibson over J.K. Dobbins. Antonio That's Gibson fair. is I healthy mean, now. He's healthy now. I mean, He's playing now. I mean, I I don't have much of Dobbins because Brees is going like a couple of picks earlier. And you know how I feel about Brees, but. Well, I mean, <laughs> I have Brees at. I, I, don't, yeah. I mean, I have Brees at running back 11 and Dobbins at running the, back 23. So I don't consider them in the same conversation. He, he's the biggest <laughs> deal in best ball formats right now. Honest, I, I mean, honestly. I He's agree going in the 50s. He's going around five. That's a steal. I'm right. getting RB1 there. Let, let's move on from J.K. Dobbins um, because there, there's other questions in the chat. that, And I, it's time. What is Kenneth Walker's fantasy ceiling year one? Well, isn't Rashad Penny getting 20 touches a game? Uh, yes, he is. <laughs> he'll have the most carries in the NFL. 340. The mo- he'll lead the league in carries. That's what he's going to do. He's going to lead the league in carries. For the first yeah. two weeks. The first week, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, barring no Rashad Penny injury, Kenneth Walker's ceiling. RB twenty. <laughs> like RB twenty. Like without with 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 sharing work with Penny, even if he somehow carves out 60, 65, like some people actually are projecting even though we're being told Penny is going to have first crack, be the leader. I still think it's, yeah, like, you know, mid mid RB2 or something is the highest I'm really hoping for. Now, if Penny goes down and he's now got a stranglehold in that backfield, then we're looking at RB1 potential. But otherwise, eh. I'm, I've been pretty out on Walker for, for almost – the whole the whole time I've, I've been out i haven't really drafted them in many spots maybe that's going to come back to bite me but i don't think i is. just yeah i don't i don't really trust it how, how good is that team going to be they're going to be throwing all the bad they're going to be very bad yeah that's why i'm so and it's going to be like dj dallas getting the passing work when they need someone when they need a no, running no. back out there no 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 no. dj dallas is one of the worst running backs i've ever seen <laughs> One of the worst. I always would find Travis Homer. It's no, going to be no, someone no. not Homer's these two, so though. You think so one bad. of these two will be out for pass catching situations? Actually, that's what they said. That's what they said. They said, and this is stunning to me. This is very odd news. They said that they think that Kenneth Walker is going to be their passing downs back, which I thought was very <laughs> odd. Because, but maybe that's a good sign. I don't know. But I, I am worried about Kenneth Walker. But it is a good sign that they do see this is kind of like that kind of committee. I, but they, they apparently think that Kenneth Walker will excel in the passing game, which is so odd because Rashad Penny was like a good receiving back coming into the NFL. He's never been that way. They're just trolling us. I'm sure they are. <laughs> uh, Chris Carson will come back and lead the yeah, team. To yeah, he's going to lock go. down. He'll lock oh, down the Alex room. Alex Collins is going to become their pass catching back. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't start with Alex Collins. All right. Uh, Rashad Bateman, Miles Sanders, second round pick, or DJ Moore? I'm okay with it. I'm fine with it. It wouldn't. Yeah. I don't. I wouldn't put unfortunately in front of it. I'm okay. Yeah, with this it. is fine. This is very mad to me. Yeah. If if Bateman breaks out, obviously you're gonna look back yeah, and be like, ah. But right now we're looking at it, and I don't think it's that bad either way. It's not that bad. Yeah. DJ Moore is the only sure thing to me in this trade. Uh, yeah, I mean, so Miles Sanders, but the value is not awful. 
So yeah. But uh, especially especially yeah. in one QB, that second's not going to be worth like anything. So. Yeah. All right, rank these in order: Mechie, Tolbert, Pickens. Reverse. Uh, Pickens, Mechie, Tolbert. Pickens, Mechie, Tolbert. Yeah. I, I think Tolbert's going to start Week One. Well, that's that'll be very bad for the Cowboys because he is so raw and so not ready. Like he is so not ready. He he's not ready. It's he's one of those raw prospects that's going to take a long time to adjust. So I mean, he, he's not ready. If he starts and has a boom week, I mean, I, I understand that, but I just I don't see that as likely. P- Pickens is head and shoulders above both of them. Sure, yeah, Pickens is far superior prospect to either one. Agreed. Um, Williams and Ridley, or a late twenty-three first. I'll take I'll take the twenty-three first. I just I, I yeah, know I'm gonna never- like that. You, you don't know if it's going to be late. I, I say this By 2023, both of those players will be 28. So I'll, yeah. I'll take the 123 first. And, and even, even if that picks the 112, it's going to be a good player. We, it's not going to be this. bad, yeah. The wor- like Even in the worst case scenario, this is not a disaster. FF Lefty uh, says hi to you. Oh, hello. No, I, no I bad comments been, today. No, no bad comments issues. today. Yeah. <laughs> Your voice sounds kind of rough. <laughs> that's because the that's because the mic doesn't work. Oh, Safari, Safari I thought because of the late mic. night in Vegas. Yeah, I Spence. thought you had a fun late night in Vegas no. that you want to tell the people about. I mean, Spence <laughs> did win one set in that Deal or No Deal machine. Oh my god! <laughs> All right. Uh, well, no, he doubled up to two cents. My bad. But yeah, Safari. Javante, CMC, Eckler, or whatever. Salvador Dalvin or Swift. Swift. <laughs> Swift. Swift. In. Yeah. Dynasty starter, yeah. Left. All right. Uh, we've talked about. I, I talked enough about my Scott Fishbowl team, I guess. Um, it's uh, there's a tweet that I had with my team so far that I all put in the chat. Um, there you go. Uh, there, there it is. You can click on that, and that has my team. Um, can I pull that up. I guess I could, but not really. Let me see if I can figure out how to do that. Um, all right. Any hopes on Pierre Strong? I think he could carve out some pass catching work in that offense, even even off the bat. I think James White is a candidate to get cut, like we've heard. Um, up, and up if he's not cut. Yeah, exactly. Or he's not ready. Um, so the, he's Strong's the one they drafted first. I don't. I don't really care about uh harris that much but i do think strong could could be that pass catching guy the third down back to complement you know ramondre and uh can we see that at all a little too small too blurry can you zoom in you can zoom in no if i can i don't know how isn't it isn't it control and then up scroll am i wrong yeah, or you can go control there, there, there's, or there's Apple plus. plus sign. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I'm Pierre Strong. Like I, I just remember the tape, and it just wasn't nothing wowed me. Like his physical, his physical traits are pretty good. But like pass blocking wasn't there. Like I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Ramondre will have every 
opportunity to yes. like take that role as well as some of the early down work. I've been from everything I've seen and heard recently, I've been really I've been coming up and up and up on Ramondre. Um, to the point I think I will. I think I, I've said this a few times. I don't know if on here, but I think by the time the season gets around, I will have Ramondre over Damien in my redraft rankings. Yeah, I, I'm not that far away from that. Yeah, but I mean, I, the way I started, they were definitely farther apart. And then everything I've heard since then is like, you know, Stevenson's getting a lot of hype. They love they love what he what he's shown, what he's been doing. And obviously, Damien after this year is likely gone. Um, so we'll, we'll see. I, I I'm really bullish on him. I was kind of upset I couldn't get him in the fishbowl. He went a mid round before it got back to me. That was, see that that was. I mean, we met. We talked about the fishbowl. Obviously, you were the eleventh pick. I was the twelfth pick, and I'm sure we both had a similar issue. You know, if even if slight or only at times, where because we're at that turn, if there's a guy that is gonna go off on the complete other side of the board it's like you have to decide if you if you really want to reach a little bit for for someone and i think i did a good job not not really letting myself like reach too far for any of my my guys or anything i think my only real reach i think was lazard and we all know your thoughts on him tyler i hate him i we we know we know but that's that's just somewhere where we'll disagree um Mm -hmm. And besides that, I don't think I reached too far. I let some of the value come to me. Um, my only plan going in was really I had a list of four quarterbacks where if two of them were available to me at the turn, I was going to take two of them. And so <clears throat> as it as it turned out, that was uh, that was what happened. I had Dak fall to me and Aaron Rodgers. Those were a two of my my four that I wanted um and so it was it was those two Brady and Russ were the four that if two of them were were there for me I was going to take and it was tough to choose between or choosing you know two of them of the three but Brady was gone he would have definitely been one of them um and then I just kind of I went with Rodgers and Dak because I think I know Rogers, at least in the format, this scoring format was, I believe, the number two QB last year, as opposed to, you know, number six in normal formats. And and I think Dak, I think, Tyler, you said it too, where you had never you never saw Dak getting mocked all, or like falling to you. Maybe and, it was just the mocks, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but he's still in my top 10, 12 quarterbacks for the year. So it's someone where... I was gonna. I was gonna scoop. Does that look clean well. now? Not, not really. It's still too small. Yeah, not, <laughs> at least it's not blurry. Phone, so I can't judge. At least it's not blurry. It was blurry before. Oh, uh, here we go. Yeah, there we I can go. See that better now. Yeah, I, I, I had an early pick. You guys both picked late, like you said, eleven and twelve. Okay. I picked a five. That's no the biggest QB, I can get it. No QBs came back to me at two oh eight. So. So what are the, did we answer any of these questions? Put uh, in the no. chat what you think about my team. But rebuilding team. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's fine. Um, got the 101 in a one-keeper QB league. I picked up Brees Hall would be the keeper. I'm looking at uh, Allen, Lamb, or CMC as the 101. If it's a one-keeper, it's a Chris McCaffrey. 
Mm -hmm. In Uh, one QB, yeah. Yeah, looks clear. Uh, Yeah, so what do we think? Good comment on my my draft. Tell me how how you think I'm doing. I mean, I I like the value. I mean, I see Justin Fields there at 702, and I wrote an article about him. I I think he could be good, even though we we know about the Bears organization. We we know. But we do. Yeah. But a QB twenty two, I'm cool with that. Yeah, well, you know, this has put me in the unenviable position of rooting for that, hasn't it? Yep. And I mean, we just talked about Ramondre. I think that was a good pick there. And those those guys that you took in the double digit rounds, those running backs are are the ones where it's, you know, it's one injury and it's the clear, clear mm-hmm. guy. Whereas some of those other backfields, it's a little bit messier where, you know, even if the lead guy goes, it could be this guy or this guy. So you you definitely have the between those four that you got in the double digit rounds, like someone's going to be a serviceable RB two for you. And we both thought we both hit Dalvin in the third round. I'm not going to, not going to argue with that. We both have Dak. We both have AJ Brown. We got, we got, I like it. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) I'm very happy. Elijah Moore and Amon Ra. I really love that at wide receiver 34 and 36. Yeah. That made me really happy. Agreed. I'm a big fan of AJ Brown at wide receiver 11 too. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, yeah. I was told by a lot of people that uh, my team was their favorite that they saw. So hopefully, you know. See, you you took a uh, wide receiver at 202. I took mm-hmm. my wide receiver. I took the wide receiver one on my draft at 208. Yeah, that was I, yeah. I wish it had made, gone that way. I made it Justin Jefferson, but. Yeah. We'll, we'll see how that plays out. Um, I'm almost up in the actual in the Scott Fishbowl. I uh, yeah, there three more picks until my turn, so maybe we'll get that on the show. Let's the, um, uh, yeah, start her up. Yeah. Well, we need. Oh yeah, it does put a lot of strain on my computer to do it. <laughs> ne- next um, week. Next week I'll be I'll be back feeling it. Oh, thank God! <laughs> my phone, my phone would this. probably explode if I tried to do it right now. Yes. All right. Um. Oh well. In this. Who are who are you to no? I don't. I mean, <laughs> you can question the grade if you want. I don't. I don't. I, I don't really. I don't even really care anymore. Like, I don't. I want to win, but if I where, if I win, that's great. If I don't win, that's great. Where did I where did I draft Kyle Pitts last year as my second tight end? Was that like round four? Yeah, I was I was not a fan. Uh, <laughs> I criticized it. So we need someone to fill Team Nine. We need someone to fill Team Nine. I'll put it in. Uh, I'll put it in the, the, the other chat. I physically can't do it, or I would. Um. Where who's gonna take that? Who's gonna yeah, take who's that gonna take team, team nine? nine. <laughs> did, you, did you go to the Boston live draft? I did, yeah. Did we you, talked about, about it a little week? bit. Uh no, well, we talked about it a little bit before you got on today. Um, but I mean it was it was awesome, obviously. It was right next to Fenway. Um and just 
We had our own private room. We had four drafts going on all at the same time. Actually, pretty crazy is one of the MFL drafts, they finished their entire 22-round draft in the three and a half hours we were there. Goodness. Crazy, crazy. <laughs> um, so we were, I think we got through about 12, 13 rounds, and then some people started leaving. Um, yeah. But either way, I, I think we, we kept it going now. Obviously, we're, I think, around 17, 18, 19, somewhere around there. Uh, I got Gus Edwards uh, in the 17th round with my last set of picks. So I'm happy about that one. Um, and we'll see. Yeah. I'm, I'm already done my draft. I thought I was going quick, but yeah, mine is slow. I'm still in the 16th. So um, come on. Why, why is this so hard? <laughs> uh, the people are, fr- the people are frustrating me. I, I thought the nine spot someone in there. I I would think that it would be it would be a good thing, but you just take who's ever in the in the top tier. One of the last yeah. two people. I know. Um but yeah, no, it'll be it'll be interesting. We haven't done a, a startup mock in a while. No, we haven't. But I always debate trying to fill these earlier, but then if you fill it earlier, you get a bunch of people who aren't actually there during the show. <laughs> so it's kind of like a, a double-edged sword. Let me. I, w- I would I would say you could fill the picks for me, and I can make the. But I will I won't be able to see like the board. Oh, okay. On my on my phone. Uh, I wish you we'll could. We'll just assign you picks. We'll just, you know, Tim Tebow in the third round. Okay, oh, okay, boy. Ryan. Like whatever you. <laughs> Tim Tebow in the third. I take Peyton Manning instead. But oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I wonder who like all these people are. I recognize some. I recognize some people. Yeah, I got I got three. My the one hundred five, one hundred six, one hundred seven. Those are three of my friends. Okay. Right in the middle of the board, they went. They're going back to back to back. <laughs> Desperately trying to. Film. This is so annoying. Um, whatever. Should we just start it? Just let it. Let yeah, it be so, a like computer. I, I'm, I, if it was if you, it was more than one, maybe I'd, it'd be a problem. But you, you I, could, um, I could, I could make the picks off this start. I could kind of read the board, but yeah. So, well, we'll do that in a second. But is there anything else, uh, Ryan? What did you think of your Scott Fishbowl team? I mean, I like it. I, of course, I have Elijah Moore as my wide receiver three as well. I, I got caught in that quarterback run at the very end at two hundred eight. Like I said, I had to go wide receiver. Then I went DeAndre Swift. So, like, my second quarterback is Trevor Lawrence, which I love value, but. I wasn't able to get a third to like later. I, I have to hope Desmond Ritter starts, which you have to hope. Well, oof. good luck. <laughs> I have to hope. Well, yeah, I I was value. I I was value drafting. I don't. I didn't find any quarterbacks that I liked. Like I know people are getting insane value on Mac Jones. You got good value on Justin Fields. I, my division was tough. 
my I, I made a fatal error where my third quarterback I I drafted one that had the same bye week as just oh, another go. oh here we go as All just right. one of my two starters so I had to draft just a fourth quarterback even later <laughs> so I'm relying on Gino to still be starting later in the season when uh, I don't think Gino's still going to be starting at any point in this well here's my hope honestly. If they start with Drew Locke, there's always a chance that he's gonna not do well, and they go to. I still to Gino. think that they're gonna. They could acquire they a quarterback. Fair. If they start with Gino, there's a chance that he's not doing too well. They try to give Drew Locke a chance, and he still doesn't do well, and they go back to Gino. <laughs> like I think it, it could lead back to Gino regardless. So, so I'm very happy. Right, we're underway. I'm very happy that I got Justin Herbert at 104. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor at 102, spicy. So, yeah, who's excited? Who's excited for the mock draft? The people should be excited. The people should be excited. I think this is going to be fun. We haven't done okay, a mock draft okay. in a while. Uh, so, yeah, no, we're, we're getting a lot of quarterbacks early. <laughs> Run on quarterbacks, which makes sense. Pretty much every Superflex startup is going like this these days. Hey. Um, yeah. I wonder who's going to be v- available for me at 209. Probably not going to love it. <laughs> What's crazy spicy? JT at 102. <laughs> JT at 102? Or that. Or the Blazing Wings with Coe's Pepper Sauce. So wait, Conan, what slot are you? I am. I okay. picked the 12 again. I, I don't know. Something about that turn. I just like just being able to smash two picks at a time. And then, you know, got to wait a little bit. But How we're ready. Oh, no. It said they there was the green green light next to them at first. Yep. Um, so Ryan, I want to hear your, since you're not like drafting, can I take someone off auto or do they have to do it? I think they have to to do it. Okay. There we go. Okay. It's back. Kyler Murray was who I would have picked anyway there. So Ryan, what, how do you think about how this is going so far? Since you're not drafting, give us your unbiased commentary as we go. I mean, this is exactly how I'd do a first round, just probably in a different order. I'd probably put JT later and, you know, Kyler first above Justin Jefferson. But, like, this is my top 11 players, so. What about McCaffrey? He'd probably be – I'd probably put Dak instead of McCaffrey, but it's not that spicy. I have McCaffrey at 24 in this format, so he wouldn't be anywhere near my first round. Conan's making his picks now. Not Najee. Wow. Ooh, Jalen Hurts. I think. I Jaylen think Hurts without. Is... I think in Scott Fishbowl, obviously we need accuracy and the the bonus there. But uh, in normal normal format, I'm gonna take. I just wanted the youth, but also just the mobility and the rushing upside that he brings. Obviously, high on AJB. I think they don't bring someone in like that to to not at least shift a little bit toward speaking of AJ pass pass heavy. Oh, there he goes. Right. I will say, I think that in dynasty 201 for Hertz is a little early just because I really, he's not, it's not a guarantee. Like it's not, a it's guarantee not that he holds it's down not. the job. If he's a dumpster fire, he'll be replaced. And you yeah, know, I would, I would have, I mean, I would have taken Dak. I would have taken Dak for sure. What was it, three interceptions for Hurts in training camp the other day? Oh, I don't give a shit about those interceptions. I don't either. I don't either. <laughs> I mean, I don't either but the media, fuck but that. The those are does. stupid. Like, who cares? Like, who cares about those reports? Those don't tell us anything. I, 
I don't. I'm just I'm just saying what I'm hearing. So that is a little spicy, AJ Brown wide receiver. I mean, I'm at four, but yeah. Okay, so Javante and Russ. I mean, so far this is going pretty, pretty normal. Chalky, pretty, very chalky. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, maybe again. Why I wanted to, I went a little bit away. <laughs> I'm never that surprised when it goes chalky because, like, it's a draft of my patrons. So, like, of course, it's gonna go that way. My patrons, my audience, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Listen to your advice. Yeah, they mostly listen. <laughs> don't to my be an advice, idiot. So, yeah, don't don't, don't be, draft don't failures. Yeah, don't draft failure. <laughs> um, they mostly listen to my advice. So I I took Mark Andrews. I thought that that was a good uh, a good value. It's tight end premium. So I, I went with Mark Andrews. Yeah, Lance. no, I, I like the I like the uh, roster that you picked for this, where you're. You know, you got to start one of each. Oh, yeah. No, then... we didn't talk about that. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. The people yeah. in the draft can see it. But mm -hmm. this is the Trade Addicts format. The Trade Addicts format is what we're using. So it's one of everything, one running back, one uh, one quarterback, one running back, one wide receiver, one tight end, one super flex, and then five flex. That's the Trade Addicts format uh, that, that Russ uses for his league. So actually, I, I met I met Outhouse uh, on um, – we, we got our nails done. I don't know if the people saw – I just flashed it, but those—that's my manicure, my nice pink <laughs> manicure. Very, what? Fuck that. Uh, very sexy. Um, I mean, you know, whatever. Interesting. Right. Ooh, two twelve for mm -hmm. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, it's my audience, so it shouldn't be that surprising. I, I'm unbiasedly liking what one hundred three and one eleven is doing a lot. There's like three, Pat and Trey. Yeah, I I almost took Trey Lance at at two hundred one really? just to be just that. to be that just to be that different. I, I don't no worry stack. about stacking in Dynasty at all. I don't worry about stacking, no. especially nowadays. Players getting traded all the time. Um. Yeah. True. What was what was I talking about? Oh, the 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 league format. Yeah, I like the five flex. Mm hmm. No, I I like that you can your your forced to start one of each position but beyond that you have like basically unlimited flexibility if you want to go five straight running backs to start and you can start all five of them every given week you know you can go six you can start you can literally start like as many on each position basically as you'd like i'm gonna, I'm gonna try something different Ooh, a little waddle waddle yeah no I've, I've been i've been thinking about this a little bit I've been, I've been thinking about things. <laughs> I wanted Lance, but I'll set up for Trevor. I still have Trevor ranked higher. Uh, getting Allen at 101 is great, but I didn't like much of the value for anyone at... Um, I, yeah, I disagree on the, the second part of that. I, I love Brees at 301. Because mm -hmm. if he finishes an RB1, he can be what? No, a late first-round startup pick? Or that. <laughs> All right, so Watson went at 305. Yeah. You just want youth. I like that. And yeah, play up the stacks in a league chat so you can get value on pass catchers. Yeah, no, it's it's good. Trey, what do we think of um of Watson going there? In yeah. Dynasty, I think it's yeah, you he's not gonna fall too crazy late. Like regardless of if he plays this year or if he's suspended, it's not like he's it's not looking like it's 
he's never going to play again, even though obviously that's kind of the boat that a lot of us are in. Um, so still think it's a little early, but eh, when he plays, he's, he's a top five quarterback. So it's, yeah. it's the risk you got to take to some degree. Yeah. I mean, he's been five, whatever year that he started it. I'm pretty sure, but yeah. Let's see. Matthew, he's been Matthew Stafford yeah, three straight years. Beyond Stefan Diggs. And Matthew Stafford is someone I'm I'm starting to I'm starting to look at his ADP and I'm like, do I really, do I really want to spend my you know early third or late second on Matthew Stafford? Really? Do I really want to do that? Is that really worth it? And I'm like, I look at it, and I'm not so sure. You know, I'm not so sure. He's someone who just kind of feels like he, even for fantasy last year, I mean, he wasn't that great, right? In, in my recent startup that I did, well, my last one, I picked him in the fourth round, and I immediately flipped him for a 23 first, and a later startup pick that became oh, But see, in the fourth so. round, it's fine. In the fourth round, I just take the rest of his career, and I'm okay with it. But – to pick him at his ADP, like which is twenty-two overall on DLF, just seems a little seems. excessive. Like, and that's where I have him ranked. And I'm like, I'm looking at it, and I'm kind of like, this doesn't I'm okay feel with the right. Back in the third, this doesn't feel. It doesn't feel right. Yeah, it just it just feels I like, like I have him ranked, and, and I experimented in this draft. I took Dylan Waddle over him, and, and you know I have Stafford ranked ahead of him, and I'm kind of like I have him ranked ahead of Brees. Rangs had Waddle, Metcalf, and Higgins, and I'm kind of like, that doesn't feel right. Like, but maybe I also have Russell Wilson ranked too high. I, I think he has like just a tiny bit more upside. I like how we have two teams going here with the the zero QB experiment. The zero QB experiment. Yeah, zero I, I'm QB. Just, I'm just thinking like I might have Matthew Stafford a tiny bit too high. I feel spicy for Drake. I love Drake London as a prospect. Sometimes when I but... so when I do these drafts, sometimes I make like live ranking adjustments as I'm doing them. And I just move Stafford down a bit because like I, I had to choose, right? Like I had to choose, and I was looking at the the board, pretending this was a real draft, and I didn't pick Stafford. I went with Waddle instead. So like that's telling me that I don't really want Stafford over him. You, you see, like this is why we do mock drafts because it lets you adjust your process. It lets you it helps you adjust your rankings because you when you actually have to choose, you kind of look at the draft and then you're like, well, would I really? <laughs> Seriously, that's why I like mock drafts are important. Yeah, I think it's different for something like the Scott Fishbowl or something. It's different when you have like a live draft that you're mocking for because live drafts are just so different and when people are put on the spot with people all around, you know, like we had a guy. So we had a league next to us guy started with five straight wide receivers. And you don't think after the second one, he took when we were all chanting one more take right, one so more. I'm, I'm up again. <laughs> you don't think, you don't think that factored no, in a little bit. <laughs> I, I'm up again. And, and I think this is actually very illustrative of, or illustrative or whatever of the decision I had to make. So like I had, waddle and car and if i had done it in reverse i could have had let's say stafford and deontay johnson like if i had done it in reverse um 
But I think I'm, I think I would almost prefer, I'd prefer it this way because like Waddle, I feel like has a lot more value upside than Deontay Johnson. I feel like Deontay Johnson is currently valued at the highest he's ever. I don't think Deontay Johnson is going to gain dynasty value. I think he is kind of what he is. Um, and it's just hoping that he maintains it could lose a bit. Where Jalen Waddle has all the ceiling in the world. So I just feel like I'm much happier having Waddle and Carr over Stafford and Johnson. Especially a little bit of extra youth. Like, like that's the other thing. Like, I feel like Carr is consistently available around or two around to a round and a half to two rounds later than um than uh Stafford. And I feel like Carr is a much better value. I mean, he's quite a bit younger, like two and a half years younger. And I don't, is the production difference between Stafford and Carr going to be like that world ending? Well, I mean, I think a lot of people expect Carr to be even better and more efficient and throw more touchdowns. He's, he's, been a guy that can throw a lot of yards but has had a problem you know even cracking 30 touchdowns and you know what helps more than someone like uh Devonte adams to score more touchdowns so i mean yeah. i i don't think they're the difference between them is going to be that that large at all you could stack both i just i'm just not worried about sex so, yeah, if you notice, I took a third quarterback. So it is Dynasty, I always... And Team 1, as well, has three quarterbacks. I don't have a problem... I don't have a problem taking three or four quarterbacks Ooh. early. Four is usually where I draw the line. You won't see me take five... Like, I'm not going to take all quarterbacks. I'm not going to take five quarterbacks. I'm not going to take five, six quarterbacks. But but I will take, if the value presents itself, I will take three or... Three is fine. I mean, you need three. I think mm-hmm. you need three. Especially unless you have two studs. Like if you started with, if you're at the turn, let's say, or, or near the turn, and somehow there's a, a possibility you can start with like Kyler and Dak. Like it is possible to start that way. If you start with Kyler and Dak, then I'm probably, I don't feel like I need a QB3, but I started with Herbert, who I love, but Carr. So I feel like getting a second quarterback with Tua is, is or third quarterback with Tua is fine. Uh, what do we think, Ryan? What do we think about uh, some of the picks? You're an unbiased observer. Uh, I mean, a li- little high on a couple of these players. I mean, I'm not a big fan of Terry McLaurin there, but... Yeah, Terry McLaurin for me is not a bad pick. I don't like that one. I think Ken uh, Walker is way too early, too. Yeah, it's early yeah. even for me on Walker. Just looking at some, who are other people on the board, that's the thing. I think... Yeah, I- wouldn't have gone Walker there. You said, uh, no, you said you would take Gibson over Dobbins, not not Walker, right? No, I take Dobbins still in Dynasty, but in redraft, I take Gibson. Yeah. Um, back I mean, on the like clock. Gonna, gonna double tap running backs. Yeah, I, I'm I'm working the uh, RB strategy. Okay, so like I was able to get. Car at 409 and two at 504. It just makes more sense to have taken another. I almost sometimes I debate like in Superflex. The teams I really like in Superflex, same as my Scott Fishbowl strategy, is when I go hero quarterback and then I can just decide what I want to do later. But I love starting with a quarterback because then I don't have to panic about it. Yeah. You know? 
if you just forego like quarterback like, totally Matt Jones at 602 is a great value mm-hmm. like a great value like it almost I makes like, me regret yeah I like the Brady Evans stack Lahid. yeah Brady Getting, is in dynasty though at, at 603 and here it's comes still. the quarterback run and but again these are all good values these are good values mm-hmm like Cousins at 604 is a value, not Brady. Brady at 603 is a reach, but uh, just because there's, there's a – you never know. It could be one year of Brady. I, I like Burks there in the sixth a lot too. I really don't. I, do. I, I don't. I mean, it's not bad. It's not who I would have picked. Better than Judy. Oh, I was hoping Garrett Wilson would sneak to me. <laughs> that would have been nice. Yeah, uh, so like, right now, right now, what do I have? I have um, a three quarterbacks, a tight end, and a wide receiver. But remember, it's the one-one-one-one format. So I only need to start one running back. So I'm not as obsessed with getting a running back as I would be in a start two running back. Um, and I do have uh, Chris Olave. Okay, it's interesting. Well, rookie three, three of the last four picks, rookie wide receivers. It's interesting. Bang, make it four yep. or no. <laughs> I love, I love Close. Elijah Moore there. All in. I love Elijah Moore. I love Garrett Wilson too, but I, I like Elijah Moore. I mean, he was great as, as a rookie. Hollywood Brown, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Good pick. I'm, I'm very curious to see how far some of the players who have negative buzz recently fall. Not that Hollywood is in that category, but there's some players yeah. high on my board who have some negative, negative stuff. So, so as of now, I've got Herbert, Andrews, Waddle, Carr, Tua, and then Elijah Moore. I probably, I feel like I feel pretty set at quarterback. This is the kind of quarterback room I like in a super flex. I have um, one quarterback, a sure thing, and Justin Herbert. And then, you know, between Carr and Tua, I feel pretty good about the rest of it. Uh, TJ Hawkinson. I was hoping TJ Hawkinson would be there for me uh, at the turnaround. Not that I needed a tight end with Andrews, but I, I was hoping. But yeah, so what, what do we think about this draft so far? I mean, I, not a lot of crazy picks. Um, the players lowest on my board that have been taken are Tom Brady and actually Aaron Jones, uh, who's way down there. 27 <laughs> is no thank you for me. Jameson Williams. Right. Also, I will say that there's probably going to be more discrepancies between my rankings and the draft than usual because I haven't updated my Patreon rankings in like five days, but I've done a lot of updates on the side. So... They're, uh, I'm looking at a more updated version than what my patrons are looking at right now. I like, I like the wider receiver values. This will be very interesting if it gets back to me. It'll be, it'll be funny. I wonder. Oh, why. everyone can see. Okay, it won't be funny because J.K. Dobbins was the highest player on my board. It would have been funny if, after all that, I ended up picking him. After, <laughs> yeah. After, no, being... I mean, he was the highest player left on my board. So, um, it's interesting. I'm gonna. I'll explain a little bit more as we go around, but I, I've deviated from my rankings. So I changed my Stafford ranking during the draft. Cause again, I really feel that he's too high. I mean, he doesn't run. He's already 34. Like why is he a late second round startup pick? It really doesn't make sense. And this is something sometimes when you do redraft ranks, I have him at 12. It's like, why is he ranked so high? So you, you do your redraft ranks and then you reevaluate and you adjust and you, you look. So I'm going to deviate from my rankings here again. Um, and uh, pick someone else. I did not okay, follow. Did not follow <laughs> my rankings. 
I probably would win. Is Cook still on the board? Yeah. I probably would win Cooks or Devontae Smith, honestly. Cooks? Dynasty. Cooks is ancient. <laughs> He's still going to put up, like, two or three more good seasons. I mean, you never know when the league's going to fold, like, honestly. We just, I understand mock, so it's different. FF Lefty, but just you don't have to memorize my rankings. <laughs> you can just use them. All right, there's Devonta Smith. For, uh, overweight Fournette uh, was picked. Leonard Four Cheese Pizza. Yeah, Leonard Four Cheese Pizza. Um, <laughs> we've been calling. We've been my my home league's been calling him that for years, but it kind of like kind of finally like became relevant. <laughs> uh, I was hoping Kenny Pickett would actually make it back to me, but I thought maybe that was optimistic. I, I think the best one that I heard was Playoff Denny's, though. <laughs> Playoff Denny's. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> he's gonna call. He's gonna still just wreck. He's gonna. Oh, still I'm sure be he will. Smash is yeah. that exactly how we we expected him to before this? But it's just funny. Some of the some of the stuff coming out now. Mm. So Ryan, what do you think of my team versus uh, Conan's team? <laughs> I, mean, I got one QB and five running backs. Five That's running my backs. team. I mean, I, I like the balance a little bit more, but I I, I know what Conan Conan's going. That's for Conan's here. team, so very different. <laughs> I think I think I don't like I was saying I don't play this format where you only have to start one of each and you can just start five other flexes. So I wanted to kind of get get silly with it to some degree. Um, we'll see if I'd start deviating now, but there's still some guys I like at that RV spot. It's tough. <laughs> You're gonna take running backs again. I might take one more. I can start six. <laughs> um, Typically, though, in a PPR, after about like running back 17 and wide receiver 17, you're better off starting a wide receiver. Yeah. 17 is usually the line. So I'm going to go. I'm going to not risk. I think Tannehill is one of the only guys yeah, I feel safe with as my QB2. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to take. My wide receiver one. I was looking at Mooney, but I want someone that has a little bit more upside, I think, in a better offense. I know you're not on that pick, but bad pick. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. Fuck. I knew you'd say that. Fuck. I was hoping Elijah Mitchell would come back. To if I didn't, yeah, if I didn't have to, Fuck. if I didn't want to go QB and wide receiver, I was going to go Mitchell as another G, running back. Fuck the G rating that this podcast used to have. Fuck that. This is this is getting an explicit tag. If this, if when if and when Ryan decides to put this out on a podcast, I I I put this. I can't put this out on my phone. <laughs> no, relax. I'm just being. I like AJ I know, Dillon I know there I know too. Me, but I... Ryan, no. In all seriousness, Ryan is like the best. You have no idea how many times Ryan has talked me out of so many reckless things that I wanted to do. <laughs> I do that Conan, you're starting to learn what it's like, <laughs> like working I, with I, me. I heard about that. Tyler texted me about that. Oh yes, I I, I texted, <laughs> I texted Ryan about the same thing. I thought it was funny. <laughs> but the people have no idea what we're talking about, and it's gonna probably have to stay that way. But, <laughs> yeah. In due time. In due time, they'll, they'll find <laughs> out. Yeah. All right. I, I got to think about, oh, uh, no. You wanted Sky there? Great, no, it's not point. that. Well, it is kind of that. Oh, I want AJ Dillon, too. I'm noticing that drafting with my patrons is 
causing a problem. Causing a problem. <laughs> I like that. Okay. But Dallas got it. Yeah, I don't mind getting a second tight end in this format because, you know, it's 1.75 tight end premium, the trade addict scoring. I guess I didn't say that, but that's what trade addict scoring is. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but. Exactly. Oh, I also yeah, just got invited. Has anyone ever heard of the Patreon ambassador program? They invited me to be a Patreon ambassador, whatever that means. I'm no. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna look into it after the show, see what it is. I mean, I'm not gonna say no. Yeah. yeah. This is so frustrating. Where's all my value? I don't get any of my values. Drafting. <laughs> fucking frustrated. I need to, I need many, to show you my last listeners. What do you say? I need to show you my last startup with all the value that I got. Like I said, I drafted four straight quarterbacks in the first four rounds. Uh, I'm not getting any of the players I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> next time we're putting this draft on someone else's patreon what the <laughs> fuck this is ridiculous i'm so mad like i can't so frustrated so so frustrated Ooh. all the my whole queue is empty yeah that's, in, that's interesting uh doubling up on the dallas backfield that's Fuck! Should oh, I is go? Is that the Zeke? Yeah, the Zeke. Should I go with my rankings? Should I go with my rankings? I can't even find him. Oh, there he is. That's okay. That's what my rankings I mean, said to do. I mean, the recent videos have been really good. Now, what, what do we think about That's his ninety? No, 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 no. We can't just move past that. We can't just move past that. Right. The video was good. The vi- he was outside on grass with no defender just do he wasn't even running that fast he was just going and running around. i could do that i did that workout yesterday i could do that what on earth does that prove what does that prove that he can run on grass i can do that doesn't prove anything that's looking good sorry to anyone with eardrums i just busted but come on that does not prove a damn thing nothing at all let's see him work out in pads let's see him work out in a game-like practice. Let's see him do something that actually is anywhere near what is done on an NFL field. Then maybe I'll decide that he's like back to normal. But no, I haven't raised his value or anything. This is just where he was in my ranks. But no, I didn't raise his value because there was a fucking video of him running on grass. I literally did that workout yesterday. (laughs) Enough of that. Was that good? The people like that? Ah... I wanted Brandon Cooks there. Uh, Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis was. Hey. So I have mm. no running backs. Interesting. Just draft Gabe Davis. You know you want to. He was pretty high on my board. I actually think him, Cook, uh, Thomas Cook, then Davis were the highest players on my board. The Anderson Cowboys hoping for 90s throwback season. Oh, before all of us were born. Uh, um, I'm actually the oldest of the three of us. I look the youngest, but I'm, yeah. Wait, how? You're the youngest? No, I look the youngest. You look the youngest. Out of who? Who's younger between you and Conan? I'm older, I think. I think he's, I think Ryan's one year younger. Wait, Ryan, when were you born? Born in 98. Oh, you're 90. Yeah, 97 for me. Yeah, 95. So close. I, I I was I was in, talking in the 105 chat because I, I met up with someone from there last night with Spencer. He went over because he works at the other casino, like right across the way. We, we went over there, 
And he's like, I think I have to card you because you look like you're 16. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Brutal. Wow. It's, it's true, though. Like, I get it all the time. So, like, I'm, I'm yeah. used to it at this point. So irrelevant, but you were talking about, like, you know, the, the SFB pick chats. And I, I heard a really funny story that I wasn't even mm-hmm. actually aware of. Um, but in our – so I was the 12th pick. I've been in the 12 chats and uh, oh, Heath Cummings from CBS, he's also in there, and he was actually saying in his in the CBS Fantasy Football podcast that there was an eleven, a, a pick eleven person. I saw that. I saw and, that. That was and they were spying on the chat. They were yeah, they were spy, they were seeing what the twelve strat was going to be at the turn to to really get an eye for what was going to happen and what his picks could be like. And I was I was dying. I mean that's that's smart like he got booted but he got away with it for a little while i don't even know i don't even know when also, that happened but <laughs> i'm getting sniped and sniped and sniped i can't and believe sniped. he outed himself like that he's like i just drafted him at 111 right. and then I, like, um, <laughs> i'm gonna take uh and then we'll look at, we'll look at my roster okay i think daniel jones so yeah i i don't have any running backs and i still need <laughs> Another flex, but I'm I'm doing really well. I'm very happy with. No, I'm not happy. I keep getting sniped. I'm so frustrated. This draft Meanwhile, is very I have five running. <laughs> I don't need. It. Honestly, is this a troll account or is this really Hutch? Uh, uh, Hutch, is that really you? Now, nah, if it were a troll account, I would say it was really Hutch. Also, huh. I think, Hutch, I think it's him. Hutch, if you want, uh, say in the chat, and you can come on the stream. I'm yelling. I was yelling about Mike. Oh. What? Wait. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that was my podcast account. Okay. okay, okay. That was. Uh, well, go follow. Forgot to hop off his burner. Yeah, go follow Hutch's uh, whatever this is. Follow that. Follow that account. Hutch, leave a comment after the show drops from your podcast account saying this is my podcast account go check it out like leave that on this video after the show's over uh and maybe you can get a few extra subscribers from that <laughs> no seriously you I, I would i don't have a problem with that hutch is the man but we already know that so we do oh hutch is <laughs> great uh i am continuously impressed by the maturity uh fuck <laughs> as we compare it to me <laughs> As we compare it to me, the, this oh, one over here. Why, oh God. Well, I wanted Davis Mills. Fuck. You wanted your out. fifth quarterback? Yeah. Back in QBs. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I'll stick. I just stuck with my rankings because I was running out of time. Uh, my ranking said Trey McBride was the right pick, but I. <laughs> no, that wasn't that. That wasn't a bit. Uh, well, I know it seemed like it was a bit, but it wasn't. I don't, yeah, I like I don't the have it. The, only bit, the only bit that I have, I have two bits. Two real, real bits that are long. There's the fucking marina, and there's the bears. The bears and the marina. The marina, though, I think is one of my best bits of all time. If you want, if anyone has a question about Tua, I'll do the, I'll do the marina bit. Um, but that one, that one I like, and then the bears, uh, 
you know, they replaced a Ryan and a Matt with another Ryan and a Matt, all incompetent, and they called it change. Uh, they thought that was change. <laughs> that was what they thought. And, you know, that's another another I, bit. I, I'm wishing the best for Justin Fields, but man. But they didn't actually make any changes. That, see, that's the problem. They that's have a problem. They have an infestation in the ownership suite. The problem is that they have a – it's kind of like the Texans They have who have, like, that Easter bee person. The, the bears are even worse. They have a big infestation, a big problem. So because they have a big problem, then they're, they're not really able to figure anything out. I mean, when, when is the conversation going to come that Justin Fields might be out as their starting quarterback if they finish that bad? Like, What do you mean, when is the conversation going to start? I think it's already started, hasn't it? I, mean, well, I started that conversation like four weeks ago, but I was shouted down. People like, no, 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 no. He won't. He's so good. He won't be replaced. I, he was such a good prospect. That's why, he fell the, that's why he fell to the 11th overall pick. He fell. We know he fell to the 11th overall pick. NFL teams were not as in on Justin Fields as the Dynasty community. We know what happened. But, you know, the people in the Dynasty community, myself included at times, have this like delusional, like, certainty that they're right about the prospects. So there's oftentimes when someone falls in the NFL draft, there's a problem that we don't know about. Look at Darius Geis. Look at, you know, it could be Justin Fields. There are other players. Dwayne Haskins fell in the NFL draft. And, you know, I always hate to use him as an example, but, you know, there, there were reasons why he fell in the NFL draft because of his, uh, well, first of all, he wasn't that good, but also other things. And, you know, there's often these the NFL teams have information that we do not have. So that's why I'm a little concerned about Justin Fields. And, you know, they didn't really give him any weapons. They thought that Vellis Jones and, and trading for Nikhil Harry were going to solve his problems. So they they really know what they're talking about there. I mean, <laughs> if, if they finish as bad as, like, their roster is, they could be picking at two or three Anakin Shroud or Bryce Young next year, just like that, like, honestly. That's what I said. And everyone was like, no, exactly. no, I, I, you don't. What do you know? You've never watched. You don't know anything. And I was like, I put it in my article right. like a month ago as well. Like it, I've been saying this chance. for more than a month. I've been saying this <sighs> since May. Yeah. I, I, I recently hopped on that train of thought because it's right. Like, all right. All right. Hey, Justin Fields and Jalen Hurts are both not starting for their team or one of them is not starting for their team next year, which one is more? Which one is it? Justin Fields. Just really? Fields. You think it's yes. more likely he's I think it's he's more gone likely. than? Yes. I because because I, I I'm kind of that's what I'm yeah I'm kind of leading that way too at this point like oh I'm I mean, up they again. had done no, fuck, I'm not anything ready. they had done anything to to help him out it's like I mean fuck, do I need just to cheat? Got a do I need to cheat and pause the draft? No, I'm not gonna that, ten seconds. You're good. <laughs> Oh, this is so stressful. I mean, if Hurts improves as a passer, like we've said that he's a he's around one starter pick, he gets that contract. I just couldn't take another tight end. I didn't think that that was a good idea. Yeah, I haven't oh taken a tight end yet. I, and we oh. we've seen the thing with new regimes wanting to pick their quarterback. Like Justin Fields is not this regime's guy. So mm-hmm. Jalen, no, Hurts he's is not. Howie Roseman's guy. The problem is that he was ruined by Matt Nagy. And, and the other bit that I always do is that, as we know, Nagy didn't attend the quarterback meeting. He didn't go. He <laughs> didn't go to the meeting. He didn't go because he left a piece of paper for Mitch Trubisky. And then he did the same thing 
with Justin Fields. He didn't actually go to the meeting. He just left the piece of paper and was like, here's my offense. You learn it. I'll be back at a later time to go over it with you. That is what he thought was going to the meeting. So he actually, his piece of paper went to the meeting, but he didn't go to the meeting. So hopefully he wasn't too ruined by that. Mr. Risky was done wrong. That's all I got to say. He was done so wrong. But, you know, it's not his fault that Patrick Mahomes was available in the same draft. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of been haunted by that forever. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, even even when he plays well, it's, well, you could have had Mahomes. But (laughs) I'm not, I'm not trashing the player but even that move in retrospect to give up a, a what was it a third or a fourth round pick to move up one slot in that draft it, it should just said everything that we knew like, i'm realizing honestly. that i'm not ready again 12 i took a running back there we go rb1 took you I took, took washington's rb1 oh my god I really hope not. <laughs> I took a running back. It was a it was a big move. I, I do like Brian Robinson, but this okay, this draft has been like the most like <laughs> I'm not used to this. I am not used to the fast draft. I'm very, very slow when it comes to doing drafts. I like to take the whole clock, negotiate trades, all that. James Robinson. I, James Robinson is a, a void for me in Dynasty. I mean, Ryan, any interesting picks do. recently? Uh, see, it's it's kind it's kind of getting hard to look at the picks because mm-hmm. most of these some of these picks don't have like face icons next to their name, and I'm on my phone, <laughs> so it's really hard <laughs> to like observe. Like I, I could tell like the faces, but like, I mean, Cordell Patterson's an interesting pick in this round. I'm. I don't know what's going to happen for me. this year. It's a little early for me as well. I like Spiller the round before that, though. I, I don't think he's going to take much from Eckler, but it's Dynasty, so. Eckler's getting up there, but I know I know his game's probably going to age well. But I think so. Hmm. Ah. Oh, Rondell Moore. That's a good pick. I, I think that was a little early for Malik Willis as well, looking back on it. A little early for Malik Willis. I, I kind of agree because I don't think Malik Willis has much of a path. Uh, Wando Robinson. I, I wouldn't t- if I was taking a quarterback there, I don't, I don't know which way the draft's going. I can't tell. I Goff and after him. I went Goff. I would have went Ritter. I like Ritter more. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm fine with that. Cone, are you color-coding your draft? Um, ah, let's see. I guess, I guess we'll take, we'll take the Alberto shot at this point. Alberto. Yeah. I, I, yeah, have been... he's really, Alberto is really someone who's fallen a lot. Like, I feel like after the trade, he like really got a lot of hype and he's falling. Cause I think people have done redraft ranks. I saw one set of redraft ranks where he was like in the twenties. And for redraft, I have him at 15, but I just – I don't see much upside with with uh, Alberto. Like, I don't – Alberto is bad. I mean, well, athletic, but bad. He's never done anything, anything at all. 
in the NFL. So he could be good, but it's it's just a projection. Fourth round draft capital, athletic, you know, but that's it. It's just a projection. It's not based on any fact. So you just keep in mind with Alberto that that's what you're, you know, you're betting on. But remember that he hasn't really, he hasn't had a lot of opportunity and he's been half decent in the opportunity he had. So I wouldn't say he's a failure, but he also isn't a success. He hasn't succeeded in any. So it's, it's all a projection. So just be aware of that. And I think that yeah. his, his hype has come down. And, you yeah. know, I, 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 let's say in Dynasty, would you rather have Alberto or um, like Mike Kosicki? You had to choose. You want what you haven't seen or, or what you have? Kosicki went way earlier in this draft, for example. He oh, did, finally yeah. an easy, Finally an easy pick. Finally an easy pick. That's a player I almost always end up with. I mean, Ty Davis Price. I mean, Gusecki's been hit and miss. The coaching, I feel like that's partially to blame. But when you add someone like Tyree Kill, like, yeah, he's not gonna get the. I, I do. Yeah, I'd still take Gusecki though over um, over Alberto. Because I don't feel like Alberto has that much more upside than Gasicki, if any. And Gasicki, I feel like, has already done what Alberto could do. That's fair. I mean, I, I think he has the better quarterback right now, and he has two lesser weapons just in his offense. You know, Cortland Sutton and Judy are not Tyreek and Waddle. Um, obviously, they have a lot of other auxiliary, you know, Tim Patrick, KJ, KJ Hamler type of pieces but um it's just that's kind of how i look at it uh i know he hasn't really produced but the main difference is that gasicki has proven he can be the man at tight end whereas they drafted dulcich and there's no guarantee that alberto is going to long term be an 80 percent snap share player like uh you know that kind of player there's no guarantee uh conan you're getting a compliment yeah (laughs) <laughs> thank you hutch um, i do like our right. gauge that late yeah it's someone i think i mean it's it's a little tricky with gauge because i think he's he has gotten a ton of hype recently um yeah. and and he has been kind of shooting up so i've seen him i think in best ball he's going even much much earlier than that so that's a player. but in dynasty i think he he's not like this this crazy young guy so that's a player I don't think I've picked in. I don't even know how long. I gotta, I gotta take DJ, a quick call. DJ Shark. That's. I mean, I remember DJ Shark, and what was it? Three years ago that he broke out. Yeah, he was like really. Yeah, DJ Shark still is only turns twenty six in September, and I do like him on the one year deal because if Jameson Williams is not ready, then no. he could step in. Uh, it doesn't look like Jameson Williams is ready either. No, it doesn't. So I don't mind getting DJ Chark in the 15th, and then he's not going to succeed here long-term. But he could give you short-term value on this team and then maybe set himself up for a a slightly bigger payday next year. I just In the 15th, we know that DJ Chark is a good player. Not that he's great, but we know he's good. When he's healthy, Mm -hmm. you can't produce at the level he did and just be bad. I mean, so, I like this is this is the range where I like taking chances on rookies, like Johnny Woods last round. 
I mean, yeah, there just weren't any rookies that I was like, if there were, I, I believe me, if there was a rookie that I, I was all in on, I would have taken him, but there really wasn't. I, I feel like I feel like we're past the like the late second round range at this point. With there's a couple Colbert of players and... sitting out there that I'm really interested in, and I'm hoping that they swing back to me. Um, but yeah, I'm not. Mm. It's an interesting. I'm also hoping we get my Scott Fishbowl pick, but because we're one away from me. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. Did did Ritter go already? Uh, yes, mm-hmm. Ritter went at um twelve oh seven, which I think is too early. Oh, you went before. Valdez Scantling. I, mean, I like oh, I that one. Patrick, yeah. uh, not so much. <laughs> I, I'm, That's I'm a big fan of both. I just think there's no upside with Tim Patrick. Well, Valdez Gantling, I think there is. With Patrick, I think there's none at all. Yeah, I mean, I've you've seen I've seen some reports where it's it's uh, Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick are the guys that are going to be out there if it's two wide receiver sets. Um, in a, a good season from Tim Patrick, he's wide receiver thirty five. In a good season, that's that's yeah, the best he's he's literally been the best wide receiver on the Broncos for two years now. Right, and how high <laughs> has he finished in those two years? Yeah, no, I I, I get it. I get it. Like, but and but also they didn't have, have a significant time in both. Yeah, of those years. I get it. I get it. But they have a better quarterback. Who's to say one of them might not go down again? And who knows? Who knows? He's he's just, they paid him. They seem to like him almost better than Judy. <laughs> um, it feels like Valdez Scantling is the wide receiver one on that team. I'm I've been I've been coming around on him. They gave him, I believe, the most money out of any of any of the yeah. wide receivers they signed this year. I think they have a plan to use him and not just that deep shot three times like twice a game I'll, plan that the, the Packers uh, kind of had him in. I'll make a point here. I'll make a point here. Do not bother drafting Van Jefferson. Don't bother. Just don't draft him. He's no, six. you're just a huge tutu Atwell guy. No, I just, they're going to re-sign Odell and they're going to re-sign Odell at some point, And then Van is not even going to play. So yeah. Don't waste your time on Van. I, I, I love, I love the dad, dad wide receiver coach narrative though. That is a very yeah. fun narrative. <laughs> um, Damn all right. Almost me, almost me, almost there. I mean, there it is. Marlon Mack. Huh, I'd rather, I'd rather take this chance on Marlon Mack than Van Jefferson. Marlon Mack might be a starter to start the season. Like, well, the the player I wanted did appear. Maybe I'm maybe I'm way too high on this guy. I don't know. Josh Palmer. Okay. Maybe I'm overly optimistic. He's very high in my rankings compared to ADP. I mean, he, he's going to start, right? Wide receiver three. They lost. Started kind of, I mean, I think they so. Oh, there's they Odell. Gerald, they replaced Jared Cook with Gerald Everett, and like, I'm not saying I would draft Odell. I'm saying because I don't want to. I'm just saying that he's going to sign and he's going to be their wide receiver three and push Van Jefferson off the team, but off the off the playing field. Whereas like, but I still think that Cup is there by far one. Robinson will be the nominal two, but I'm not overall interested in him. And, and Beckham will be a three. Uh, Khalil Shakir is interesting. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna. Oh, Pierre Strong was another player I kind of hung up my mind. What I mean, uh, I'm I'm kind of like I think Crowder is gonna gonna be the slot guy in that offense. Yeah, maybe for I don't. A bit. I think I think yeah. I mean, I don't think Shakir is gonna have that role to himself to begin the season, which I think some people are oh. kind of expecting. It's funny that I often end up with players that I hate because, like, <laughs> no, because like I feel like I I talk about how much I hate them, and then people like over 
listen to Jordan me. Love. <laughs> Jordan Love. Is he ever going to start a game? Yes. I know. Yes. It's, and then he'll be worth more than this. It's true. Yeah. There's really no one else. If there were someone else I wanted, I would have taken them, but there really isn't. Yeah. I think I got a... I mean, I think... Rogers got that deal. Jordan Love's... I, I feel like Jordan Love's going to be that guy that, you know, signs like, not like a Teddy Bridgewater. Or like, well, maybe oh, not I didn't even realize. I didn't realize I had the Sutton, Alberto, Tim Patrick stack. Also, do not pick Nicole Hartman. Like... <laughs> I'm glad that was an auto pick. Don't bother with me, Cole Hartman. I, I, he is I'm so torn. bad. He is so I, bad. He's so I like bad. He, having he the exposure. Run fast. Yeah, but they need someone that's going to run fast. <laughs> no, they have Valdez Scantling. Yeah, but they I, signed I, I just Valdez think Valdez Scantling. They literally I just think signed Valdez Scantling. But I don't think he's going to be used in that only well, deep shot kind of guy. Not only, but I still think he's going to be mostly used that way because it Fair. Juju can't be used that way. Juju is a snail. It's going to take a long time for him. If, <laughs> for him to get 30 yards, it would take a long time. We would be waiting. We would be waiting and Patrick Mahomes would be sacked. That won't work. I mean, we don't want that. And then Sky Moore, <laughs> I mean, he could do that, but I feel like Marquez Valdez-Scantling is profiles in that role uh, very well. Ooh. Okay. Drew Locke. He was Sorry, he was actually Drew, Drew Disaster. Up. Drew Disaster. <laughs> Drew Disaster. My favorite, my favorite player. Drew Disaster. All right. Well, I mean, we talked about Got this guy, hurts. obviously. Yeah, he's, he's someone I I'm, think I'm re I moved him up in my rankings, but I was debating how high. Yeah, I mean, I think as whatever RB he is at this point. I am going to take the shot and I'm going to take it's, it's a tough spot. I like other guys better, but I want to make sure I have some sort of just kind of just in case. I think he's my favorite non, oh, non non starting quarterback. And I yeah, think he's not my favorite of the ones that were left. There's a couple more that. I yeah. Have. I mean, uh, I know which ones are favorite. I'm not going to say anything, but. I mean, I, it's just. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see. He plays for my team. Does he? I don't think he oh. does. Oh. Oh. I mean, I don't think, I don't think he does. I, I, I'm he a does. big fan of that guy as well, but. I, I, I don't think, think he does, though. Huntley really? last year. Abram Smith. Okay. I like it. I like it, but it's four, four rounds too early. <laughs> <laughs> Four or five rounds too early. Luckily, I made this 25 rounds, so you'll have plenty of yeah. time. Oh, yeah. Sweet. No, I, I made sure we, we got to talk about the sleepers. We don't usually get there. Um, yeah. Donovan Peoples-Jones, don't pick him. He sucks. Don't. don't pick I mean, him. so I think, unfortunately, I do have to probably head out. Um, but yeah, these shows are so long. I know. Yeah. I mean, and after a few more weeks, I won't have a cutoff. Uh, I just I just have work, you know, at a kind of weird time in the afternoon, but I will I will be back obviously next Monday. I will try to do a couple more picks before I have to head out officially. But yeah. as always, great mocking, great talking football, and good catching up and talking about you know Scott Fish and all these other things with you guys. And 
as for everyone else watching and listening, thank you very much. And can't wait to be back next time. We love you. Love you too. Thank you guys. Have a good one. Yeah. All right. See you in May. It's like old times. All right. Uh, all right. So what do you think of me taking Terrace Marshall? 1809. Uh, it, it, He's got it a hurts. lot of good buzz lately. Good buzz. I know, but. And don't you think Baker Mayfield is going to fix all of his? It's so tough because I, I was so in on. Oh, uh, I was hoping. That's... I was I was hoping for Daryl Williams, <laughs> who's ever at one hundred and one, has to be a patron of mine because every I've been straight out of my rank. I think isn't it isn't Jesse at the one hundred and one? Is that Jesse? I'm pretty sure. Oh, the picks are uh... oddly similar to my Patreon rankings, so. If it's Jesse, he's like doing a lot of matching my Patreon. Uh, Daryl Williams is one of my favorite redraft picks. Where are you going? Same. Right now in I, I didn't. I didn't get him in Scott Fishbowl. I was really upset because I thought I, I thought I would, but I didn't get him. Danny Gray is uh, someone on my radar. Um. Oh my God. One pick away from me getting <laughs> me getting a player that I've absolutely trashed. Uh. But I'll take him. I'll take him if he, if he falls. I mean, but, you, you have uh, to do yeah, that. Didn't, even, didn't even fall. If... <laughs> yeah, it was Velas Jones. I um, not surprising because uh, the the third one hundred three is definitely one of my patrons. Um, all right, I will. I've been picking Velas Jones a lot. I'll take Garden Minch. Yeah, I've actually gotten a lot of Villas Jones as well. See, I th that was your favorite backup quarterback, wasn't it? Yeah, I know. I knew I was right. Yeah, but I lied about it so he wouldn't get picked. I know. I mean, you you said it you said it best the one time. It's it's because of his contract over Tyler Huntley. Like Tyler Huntley has a rushing upside that Gardner Minshew doesn't, but he's two years away from being free. exactly. That's what it is, and. I mean, Gardner Minshew could spot start. I mean, Mitchell yeah, no, ab absolutely. It's not Teddy. So. Oh, Deonta Foreman is someone who's like a good. Sleeper. I like that. I like him over uh, Hubbard because obviously oh, he just signed there. I'm like, although I do have Hubbard ranked higher, maybe I should change that. Mostly because Hubbard's younger. You always want to catch lightning in a bottle. On the youth. I mean, that's what you're doing from like what round. 14, 15 later. Yeah. Fuck. I, is this a record for cursing? Uh, probably. <laughs> yeah, I think this is the most I've cursed on any show. Uh, Honey has been getting a lot of buzz lately, but I, I, I'm just out. I'm pretty out, too. Not, not as out as I was, but I'm, I'm not super in. It's a whole vacated targets argument. I, I think we've had that one. I know. The fucking vacated targets i'm tired of the vacated targets it's always all about that you know like people are always uh, talking about that and i'm kind of i'm kind of over it oh hayden hurst <laughs> do i even have hayden hurst ranked he's been sneaky lately i, I feel like there's some value people, to be had in redraft for hayden hurst the only Not value like... hayden the only value hayden hurst has is his advocacy for mental health that's it nothing else. well that's the only, that's all he's good for wasn't wasn't that recently as well? Wasn't that this past week? 
That was this week. Yeah, they actually invited me to go on last minute, but I was busy. Uh, but they saw me post about it. They, they invited me to go on. I couldn't do it. But uh, yeah, that was I, this I week. I think the mental I health. Mean, he's going to be the starting tight end in Cincinnati. I mean, yeah, and that was so what useful. Is, what is that last worth? year with a far superior player and Uzama? It was so it was so good. Not interesting. Hendrick Gore and someone I like sneakily. Yeah, Trey Sermon is honestly someone I don't mind picking. I really don't like. I really don't mind picking him at this part in the draft. I, I don't know if you talked about this last week because I wasn't here because I was in the middle of the mountains with absolutely no cell service. But how do you think Robbie Anderson is doing right now? <laughs> I don't think we talked about that, but uh, I, honestly, probably not great. <laughs> Sony Michelle, why not? I mean, that, that backfield's so crowded to the point where yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> Sony Michelle. Yeah. No, I just think there's upside. I mean, we know Vellis Jones is the same age as my next pick. Well, yeah, he's like similar age to <laughs> Julio Jones. I don't think I would have picked Julio Jones. Is I, it, I think Julio I mean, Jones is, is done. I, he should have signed by now. The one that surprises me that I don't know if he's off the board or not because I'm 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 trying to pay attention, but like I said, the names are really small for me. Is Will Fuller like? Yeah, Will, Will Fuller. Fuller I I'm stunned that Will Fuller has not signed. But I've lowered him so much in my rankings because I'm starting to think he doesn't sign. Like I'm starting to think it just doesn't happen. There he there goes. There he goes. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't right um right. he wasn't super high in my ranks. Mark Ingram could be interesting. I, I do like Ryan. We don't know about that Camaro suspension. It, it could no, come around. We're not. I don't think we're gonna know until. No. I think that's could go into the season as to like like the Zeke one did, where it's like it could happen, it could not happen. Kyle Phillips is not a bad sleeper, actually. But like, like I was saying earlier, like these best ball tournaments where you're trying to win like X amount of money, like Mark Ingram is one of those good picks. If Camaro does get that suspension, you got a valuable player at. Round 14, 15 in redrafts. Yeah. I kind of like Kane Auden. Me too. I, I I have a sneaky suspicion that Rob Gronk comes back late in the season, but... I really do not think so. I really think Gronk I mean, I, I don't know how I'm feeling about Kane Auden with the with the Kyle Rudolph buzz as well. I heard the Bucks were interested in him as also. I don't so. buy that. And also, I just think Kate Auden... I mean, you're not really expecting it as a rookie anyway. You're, you're looking long-term, and I think that he's someone that could have a good profile. I mean, they picked him for a reason. And if he gets any opportunity, any at all, for a rookie tight end, is very good. But he could be another Jacob Harris. That's why I'm not as high on him as, as you know, I might have been in oh, that years was, past. That was such a miss. I think that was, like, the most time wasted on a player who literally never did anything that I can remember. Oh, Sam Darnold finally went over the board. Hey, it's a legitimate competition, right? No. No. No, it's it's not. <laughs> Brian Edwards. He was kind I mean, of jealous. this late this late for Brian Edwards, yeah. I mean I'm fine with it. It's a new spot. You never know. You never know. I, I what, certainly from the profile the I would bet against there. him. I would I would definitely bet against him, but yeah. There are worse okay with, 
picks. I don't care what Troutman and Logan Thomas is late. That end spot. Cameron Braid, I just never understand. He's never done anything in five years. His his redraft ADP is way too high right now. Yeah, people are just thinking the plug-and-play, and it just doesn't work that way. Oh, well, starting to go fast. I think there are some uh, people. I made it 25 rounds. They want to. Uh, I, I like Marvin Jones that late. I feel like he's still just starting. I don't right. hate it. I don't even hate Chris Carson that late in case on the off chance that we're wrong and he comes back. I mean, uh, I don't know exactly what round we're in. I just know we're late. We're in the 22nd. And yes, this is worse than the fifth round rookie draft. There's a couple of players there, yeah. left that I, I don't mind. Big, big, big Paris Campbell fan. This, this you know, Benjamin, right? know. that one I mind. That one I mind. That one I think is not, not great. We already um, know how I feel about Paris Campbell. We don't have to go into that. There is, um, there is a player that I don't hate that was left. Jerome Ford. I mean, why not? Cream Hunt. Yeah, no, I actually kind of, kind of think that he has some potential as a prospect. He got, he landed in a situation where he's so stuck, but. If he ever gets unstuck. I mean, it's possible. I mean, Jonas is only on the tender. Yeah. And Hunt can be cut, but I don't think he will be. And then just like that, you have a second string running back that probably should have been taken six rounds earlier. So Ferguson is not a bad stash behind Schultz. No, especially if they can't work out a deal. Yeah. Especially if they can't work it out. Yeah, for sure. Heineke. Deshaun Corbin is not bad. The Giants UDFA. Someone I'll keep an eye on throughout training camp if he gets bust. I'm not like saying he's going to be anything, but you know, it's someone I have an eye on. Kennedy Brooks. I I do like Kennedy Brooks in uh, the Eagles backfield. You heard anything out of the Eagles uh, area about Kennedy Brooks? Well, I haven't been in the Eagles area, so oh, I haven't true. been. You haven't been. Yeah, I haven't really been. In, I haven't really been in touch with a lot of this stuff as of late. That's fair. I've been trying to enjoy vacation a little bit. Yeah, well, I don't. I don't have vacation. I don't. That's I don't fair. go on vacation. I'm. I'm gonna hit the lazy river after this, and I'm just gonna. I'm lay too down busy. And... Uh, I'm too busy trying to create content for the people. The people deserve Zay Jones. I like they do. Jones. They deserve. Yeah, I mean, they signed him to a decent sized contract. You never know. You never know. Never he could know. hit. And it, hey, I was going to be here last week too. I, I don't. I don't take days off. I only took. I only took that day off because I couldn't physically be here because, I, like I said, middle of the mountains. That's true. Yeah, you could. I was getting. I was getting one bar. Oh. It would have been. It would have been terrible. But now oh. here, James Washington as well. Chiguzem Aquan. I can't even pronounce that name. James Washington, you know it's I mean, getting to the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> I mean, with Gallup hurt, you never, you never know. Like when we're this late, <laughs> lefty's right. We do need to send you to the beach. <laughs> send me on vacation. Yeah, uh, if uh, two hundred more, you sign up for my Patreon. I'll go on vacation. <laughs> Come join me and Spence in Vegas. <laughs> uh, you want me to go to Vegas? I need a nap. They're giving me a nap in Vegas. Can I do that? I mean, I did. So 
Fair. Uzama's an interesting pick this late. So is Charlie Kolar. Uh, you never know. The Ravens seem to really want to build their offense around tight end. Not wrong. All right. Two more rounds. It's really the dog days here. These final two rounds. No more. I mean, uh, Cedric Wilson was like sneaky and then, you know. A little, Tyree yeah. Kill. Tyreek Hill said no. Juwan Jennings is kind of sneaky. Yeah, he was getting some positive buzz, if I remember correctly. He was. Jalen Guyton. I mean, you want good offenses, and Jalen Guyton's in a really good offense. Yeah, I, I know just Josh Palmer is probably going to so start over him, him, but... Though. Exactly. I'm saying this, this late, like... If one of those guys goes down, which we don't predict, we don't predict for injuries. We don't root for injuries, you know. But you never know. Well, that's kind of why I like Josh Palmer because Mike Williams and Keenan Allen are often injured, and uh, uh, Matt Breida, the other Giants running back. All right, I'm gonna take uh, a running back that I actually think is kind of interesting. I- I've heard some positive things about him. Tristan Ebner, the Bears' sixth round pick. Someone I'm kind of interested in. He's, he's a little bit on my radar. Just a little bit. I mean, he has to be with Day at Montgomery's contract situation. Hmm. Uh, all right. D- Detroit rookie tight end James Mitchell on your radar at all? Absolutely not. Uh, no. Uh, Deontay, early 23 second and two early 23 thirds or Metcalf? Uh, which, which side for you there? Ooh. I want to take – I feel like I'd take DK. Honestly, take DK. Probably take DK also. Not far off. It's, it's about not, even. It's though. tough. Yeah. Minimal. Minimal. I haven't seen minimal picked in a while. That's Denzel Mims well, for anyone just, newer just to the show. This one's for you. Minimal. Oh, I love getting to say Denzel minimal. Yes, it is. Which one? Jet? Or because Jet is a player I like. Jet's a player that I like as well. Minimal. Yeah, I, I do. Like I said, I always have had a soft spot for minimal. He's Round interesting... 25. Yep, here we go. Marquez Callaway. I... Callaway. I remember seeing those trades for first a year oh ago. Oh my god, there were trades I, for first. Yeah, I believe so. I wonder what those teams are up to right now. Honestly, I really do wonder. You know, like, I, I honestly do as well. Minimal. Yeah. All right. Byron Pringle. No one cares. Uh. All right. I'll take um, a player that I honestly still believe in, but has really been dealt a bad hand. Harrison Bryant. Yeah. I agree. But I, I I do actually legitimately think Harrison Bryant is a talented player. I mean, he did so well for a rookie tight end. And then he just kind of fell off. Nikhil Harry. How the mighty have fallen. Nikhil Harry in the 25th round. Wow. Wasn't he the 101 in his draft yep. class? Yes, he was. Who even is this? Charleston Is it Charleston Rambo? Carson Strong and Dontrell Hilliard to finish it off. Well, what do we think about that mock draft? That was tough. Good drafters in there. 
definitely. Uh, so yeah, we can go through my team. Uh, so I started with Herbert, then Andrews, then Waddle, Carr, Tua to, to finish out the first five rounds. Then I got loaded up on some wide receivers with Elijah Moore and Amon Ra. Then got another tight end with Goddard. <laughs> I picked value with Michael Thomas, another value with QB4, Daniel Jones. Then I kind of went back to tight end with Trey McBride and took Michael Gallup at 12.09. And then, uh, yeah, I got a couple of value running backs. I did not have a lot of running backs on this team. <laughs> Brian Robinson and Tyrion Davis-Price. But it's okay because you only have to start one and the rest are flex. I got just value at receiver and a little bit Jordan Love. Picked Gardner Minshew in case he's a starter next year and then just closed it out with three running backs and Michelle Ford and Ebner that have some opportunity. And Kate Auden and Bryant, two fourth-round tight ends, I believe in, talent-wise. And Zay Jones, I always think it's kind of weird considering the money that he got, the offense he's in, the opportunity he could have. It's kind of weird that he falls so far. So I just added him to the team at the end. Uh, so that's my team. And uh, yeah, no, thanks for everyone who participated. Not too many auto picks. I know we went 25 rounds. I know it's a long draft. Uh, so I'll bring us back uh, and then close out the show. But yeah, no, again, thanks to everyone for uh, for being in that draft. Uh, I had a great time doing it. We'll probably do these. I'll do these decently often. I, I do feel that they're some of our best stuff. Uh, people really enjoy. I know the mock drafts, so I'll, <laughs> you know, I'll definitely respond to the people. We're not getting the Scott Fishbowl pick, so that'll, uh, unfortunately, I will tell you guys more about it later. And uh, yeah, no, if you're here almost two hours into the show, I appreciate you. Make sure to like the video, leave a comment, and subscribe to the channel. Subscriptions are great. We really need that 1,000 mark. So I, we were at 962 when the show started. I don't know where we are now, but if you could help get us there between subscribing and hitting the bell, that would be great. And then uh, if you're interested in more from me, uh, I have Ask DLF every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern uh, where you can um, uh, you know, see me with Cal. And use some guests sometimes. Uh, this week is Ryan McDowell. So that'll be a very, very good show. And then my Patreon. There's a link to my Patreon. And uh, we have our Twitters uh, down below us. So, Ryan, point to your Twitter. Um, yeah. Tyler, close enough. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that you can uh, catch us on there uh, for any of my... I did a thread today about what's your best fantasy football memory. So... I'm trying to do a little bit more of the engagement stuff. I've kind of uh, gotten a little tired of it, but uh, you know, trying trying to get back in the swing of it a little bit more lately with the season coming up because I, I like engaging with the people, especially during the season. There's a lot to talk about. Um, but yeah, next week we'll be live at the same time, 2 p.m. Eastern. That's going to be our time uh, every Monday from now on. Yep. And uh, I don't know exactly. I actually don't have a plan for next week's show, but I will we'll decide what it's going to be before I put up the, the link. So yep. I'll be back at my uh, setup too. So we'll be, we'll be good. Oh, to go. Awesome. So yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, just thanks everyone for drafting. Thanks for being on, on the show and I will see you all. <laughs>